19 Nocturne Boulevard. Nocturne Boulevard? Not far. When you hit Howard, hang a right. Howard meets Philip at a weird kind of angle. Then you cross James and Poe. You can't miss Nocturne. It's just past the automatic. Warning, this episode contains extreme foul language and mature themes and is intended for a mature audience. Please listen responsibly. 19 Nocturne Boulevard, your address for suspenseful stories of the speculative, strange, and supernatural. Tonight's story is Crumping the Devil. This is 19 Nocturne Boulevard. Won't you step inside? Did you have any trouble finding it? What do you mean, what kind of a place is it? Why, it's a recovery ward. Can't you tell? Flaming Amos, how good a job he does. Shall I roll past your garage and post photos of what he did to his wife? Perhaps I should leave a jolly great bloodstain on your doorstep with the words wife beater scrawled on the pavement. Don't think I won't. Stop it! Oh, yes. (laughs) You come down here and say that to my face. I'll call the press. I can just see the rags with you beating up a helpless man in a wheelchair, tough guy. Now, now, phone time's over. Time to say goodbye to all your friends. Bugger off, Staple. Yes, yes. <clears throat> dear, dear, no need to drive up your blood pressure. You need to stay calm, ducks, and get your rest. I'm ordering prunes. Lots of prunes. Just so you'll have to clean up the mess when they come out the other end. My, my, but I'm not here all the time. I have your schedule memorized. Father, you need to be rational about this. This is your fourth hospitalization this year. You've reached a point where you need someone to look after you. Home health comes by twice a week. Barry! What, 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 what if you fell? I have this very special invention. It allows me to magically contact help when I need it. Oh, what? It's called a cell phone, you scrofulous prick. I'll wear it on a lanyard if it'll make you piss off. Now get your sorry asses out of my sick room. Oh, away! See, even that bastard hates you. No, Mother. We're not leaving until we get this settled. Nurse! There is a button. Fuck off. This annoys her more. Nurse! Hello, Gran. Mum. Barry. Who the bloody buggery hell are you supposed to be? Oh, heavens. Her memory is going. Don't get your hopes up, arse face. Are you trying to tell me the fruit of your sweaty loin <gasps> has taken to running about dressed as Sir Ponce de Leon? I'm Hamlet. Go on, you. <laughs> you can't even memorize the balance of your overdraft. Come on, then. Soliloquize us. It's a sales promotion for a matrix shop. To sleep or not to sleep. All that bollocks. I just don't know where he gets this language from. Oh, God, if you're truly that fucking dense, I wish I was your father, so at least I'd have some slight glimmer of hope that you weren't mine. 
Come, come, let's keep it all nice and civil. There are other people in this hospital, you know. Well, there must be people somewhere, but there's a couple of wankers in here. Bugger off, not niggers. <gasps> come, Betty. Dear, dear, poor old Maggie's being deserted by everyone. Your turn, then, isn't it, Blamange? Shuffle off and fetch something, would you? Like a stick? You really need... You! Hey, you in the tights. You stay. Psst. Young man, you haven't brought her any alcohol, have you? No, no. What sort of grandson would that make me? No bottle on me anywhere. Want to pat me down? No, no. Five minutes and the visiting hours are over. You did bring me something, didn't you? You're aware I think you're the least worthless of all my pathetic offspring. Love you too, Gran. I remember how much you complained last time and not being able to find a place to light one up. So I baked you some brownies. You? Baked? A sensitive new age type of bloke. I can make a mix. Nice. You didn't skimp on the spices. Time's up. Stuff them somewhere. Size of that cow, she probably snaps up everyone's sweeties. I think she just eats patients. Mostly the males. Oh. The maniac left me a mobile. Have you tracked down Python yet, then? Sorted, I thought you bastards had been illegal these days. There must be someone there whose tattoos run more than knickers deep. Fine, I'll call them. Look at me! Madam, I believe you are expecting me. Right. Middle of the night, hospital room. Must be the stripper. Where's your music? Uh, no, I... Well, you can't be a doctor. They've all gone home. No, no. We're in the hands of the saddists and the diapers. No, what? Nurses and interns. Look, it's late and I'm a bit too knackered to abuse you properly. So tell me who you bleeding think you are so you can sod off. I'm deaf. Pull the other one, it spits. No, no, really. I'm deaf. Always thought you'd be Welsh. So what are you doing swatting around here? I'm not dead. The infernal pinging thing says so. But you are old and dying. So they keep fucking telling me, but I've never been one for following orders. If you're really the angel of death, why are you wearing such a for fuck's sake ugly suit? And where's your bleeding scythe? Can't be death without a jolly great scythe, can you now? Oh, please, this is the 21st century. First piece of sense to come out of your festering gob, you get. Now, booger off. I'm knackered, but I'm not ready for the tip yet. You will see me again tomorrow. Tell you what, you come back during visiting hours and I'll get my bastard son-in-law to drop in. All I have to do is wave money anywhere within ten kilometers of my Gemma, and that bastard appears like bleeding magic. But I... Him you can take with all my heartfelts. If you're not going to make yourself useful, though, you can piss off and stay there. You're not supposed to have a mobile in hospital. Fuck off. Spike. You have a friend named Spike? No, it's not a cop. Just some brat trying to sell me life insurance. Are you Spike? You're really just going to ignore me. Hold on. Sorry, didn't mean to leave you hanging like that. You're right, I should finish with you before making my calls. So, if you would kindly fuck off! I... I, I never! Good God, these bleeding salesmen, they're like some damn pet Pekingese. No balls, but still won't stop humping once they get a grip on your leg. 
Spike, great. What would it take to get some help with the problem? Nice. Hold that thought and I'll ring you back tomorrow. That twat's just gone to grass on me to the warden. Hello? Mum. Gemma? Here we all are then. Ready for a nice little family chat. Just ignore her. They say you're going home soon. I'm all right. I'll see to it someone drops round and keeps an eye on you. I'll be careful. I won't walk into any more doors. Won't walk into any more fists, more like. Mom! She's heard worse, haven't you, Snowball? From you alone. So when can I kill him? What? That cocksucker husband of yours. Mother! You can't say you don't want him dead. Bertha keeps pissing on and on about my hospital record. You're leagues ahead of me. Between the times he's knocked you up and the times he's knocked you down, it's amazing they don't just name a suite for you and give you your own key. He doesn't mean to. Doesn't mean to? What, he was cleaning his slotting great fist and it went off? Or the other part, dearie, you get preggers every time that arsehole even wanks in your direction. You'd be much better off without him. He loves me. Oh, God, we are not having this discussion again. We have eight children to look after. Night soon. It's all right, then. Yes. Jens, that son of a syphilitic whore punched you. Punched a pregnant woman, let alone a pregnant woman he claims to care for, in the bloody stomach. Oh, look at the time. Come along, Maggie. Mustn't be late on your pills. Get it through your sodding thick skull. He did mean it. <laughs> Piss off. I told you I would return. And take my soul, blah, blah, blah. I have you sussed, you wanker. Sussed? I thought he told you I'm death. Right. And I have a daughter who would like nothing more than to have a dear old mum babbling on about meeting death in the flesh. Also, she can have me declared non-compass and shoved away in some shithole of a home while she sends all my odds and sods to auction on my behalf. Piss off and tell her she can piss off too. See? I told you. <laughs> told me what? You're not making sense. The curtain's laughing like a drain and I'm not that stoned. <laughs> she surely is the most frightful woman I've seen in years. I like it. And who are you supposed to be? Revival of the Rocky Horror Show? <laughs> He's the devil. Well, I knew he wasn't a doctor. I'm not dressed like that. <sighs> are you done? I wouldn't want to waste a good insult on you when you can't hear it properly. <sighs> Go on. Dressed like that, you look like Sir Elton John vomited all over you. <gasps> And I suspect that'd be rare, since he's probably got a strong gag reflex. Huh. <laughs> Told you it was a good one. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> oh, God. You need to loosen the fuck up. <laughs> Here. Have brownie. 
A brownie? Oh, chocolate is my weakness. Death and chocolate. Imagine that. Mm. Mm. How about you, Gary Glitter? Well, mm. if you're offering. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Interesting aftertaste. Old family recipe. The maniac bakes them for me. Don't tell the nurse. She's already 13 stone. <laughs> oh, goodness. Excuse me for a minute, will you? Yeah? There's a spike. What are the bloody hell? Really? You shouldn't have a mobile in the hospital. Might call for help. You up for it, then? More the merrier, I always say. Oh, dead may be overkill, but I wouldn't shed any tears. Mostly I'd prefer him unable to fuck or walk for at least a year. No, never again on the first. Can you manage that? What? Did I hear you? Shut it. Candy Striper, you know, one of those new homosexual ones. So, can you handle it? How have you know? Everyone knows you swing both ways. The devil can fuck with anyone. Well, if you put it that way. <laughs> Great, when? Weekend? Not sooner. They'll be sending her home tomorrow. I thought you were talking about a man. You don't want to be able to... Fine. I'll try and get out of here too, then, shall I? No, I bloody well can't talk him into letting her stay. To, um, Do it. Just say fuck. No. 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 Just say fuck. Come on, I dare you. Shut up and piss off. I'm almost finished. Saturday night, then? Call me Thursday, same time, and I'll say where. Brilliant. So, is it? Is it what, arseface? Is it a man or a woman? He means. Who are you talking on the phone about? I've got some friends of a... Uh, Questionable moral character? Well, they do call themselves the Bastards of Carnage, so that might be a clue. Anyway, I've arranged we'll have a chat with uh, my daughter's oozing sore of a so-called husband. And... You don't want him to be able to... Uh... And they won't be as kind as a veterinarian. Are you there letting you go? They have to get sick of me eventually. Are you doing all right? Healthy as a horse. Really? One of those swayback cartoon nags with glue factories stamped on them. You know what your evil bitch of a mother is trying to do to me? I would be so bad. Bet too, wanker! No, I'm really just curious. Well, quite apart from the horrors of loss of control over your life, the fact that they will likely frown on my extensive collection of filthy artwork and having to obey people whose nappies I might have changed, it's the piss. Piss? Oh... <sighs> At your age, piss is still romantic. Getting yourself well and truly pissed. Pissing in the snow. Nasty piss-scented alleys where you buy happy little packages. Piss hasn't lost its shine. Oh? By the time you get old, piss is the thing you fear the most. Your own. Someone else's. Fuck death, fuck the devil. If there was a sodding god of piss, we'd all be sacrificing virgin sheep to him just to make him stay the fuck away. That's what those places are, Kev. They are where piss goes to die. The smell, 
the damp, the feel in the air. As long as I can still hold my water and get myself in and out of the bogatry, it's my bleeding right to look after myself. All right. Next time you feel yourself getting curious, darling beast, just swat on down to the Crystal Knight's retirement complex. You don't even have to go inside. Just stand down wind and have a good long whiff. Hi, this is Klaus Holm, and I'm the creator of Tempest Investigations. It's the story of the immortal private investigator, Jim Corrigan, and his friends in San Francisco. If you uh, want to listen to it, you can check out on TFN, Creator Distributed, Fan Supported. The bloody hold up. I said, finally, took your goddamn time, didn't you? So Jenna phoned you. God, how I spewed forth such a spineless cow, I've no idea. Oh, right. The bloody money. That's the only thing you give a shit about, isn't it? Don't bother, you mealy-mouthed, two-faced prick. I know just how much you care for your wife. I've seen the sobbing medical charts. Blah, 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 blah. Of course you have a problem. You're still fucking breathing. I am planning on fixing that, you know. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? I'll tell you when, though. Give you something to stew about, you asshole. Saturday night. You best watch your step, because you may not realize it, but I have friends in very low places. And they just love an excuse to beat some bastard the holy fucking back. <laughs> what do you mean, how are they going to find you? They're probably already watching you. Run if you want, but unless you find some way to get me first, they will get you. <sighs> it was much more satisfying back in the day when you could slam a receiver down. Clicking off a bloody mobile just isn't the same. I could hurl it across the room, but I'd hit you, wouldn't I? Was that really a good idea? Impressed? Yes, and no. I like your intensity, but you shouldn't have warned him. Betcha I know what I'm doing. Hmm, let me think about it. So... What's the pitch tonight? Where's the undertaker? Oh, he's a very busy entity. He's already wasted rather a lot of time trying to impress you. Why impress me? Isn't he fucking all-powerful death? Doesn't he just whisk people off and bobs your uncle your hip deep in the bleeding river sticks? Sticks? Well, I'm impressed. Be a mat trivia. So it's just you and me tonight, is it? Pity I haven't had a really good threesome since 1968. <laughs> right, laughing boy. Either you dropped in for some more of the maniac's brownies or you want something from me and I don't fancy myself so fucking entertaining that I'd drag you away from the torture telly. Torture? Oh, bleeding heart chat shows and those so-called game shows where people swallow foul things that haven't even taken them to dinner in a picture first. Bloody hell. 
It's getting so hard to frighten people these days. You say you'll stick a red-hot poker up the bum, and half of them say, Been there. Done that. Well, I've been and done around in my time. You're planning to try and scare the crap out of me? Really? I just follow Morty around. Since once he lets on that he's coming for someone, it's usually a piece of piss to get them to agree to sell their soul. <laughs> a bit like when a bloody great hurricane hits and all the bastard insurance salesmen clean up selling storm coverage. A bit. So... Are you selling? Blunt, aren't you? I feel we've gone a bit beyond a sales pitch here. So? I sell my soul and you what? Give me my greatest wish? I assume immortality is only on the higher shelf. The one you can't ever knock down enough sodding bottles to win. What do you want? Hmm. No. Two reasons. First, I still believe it's some starving artist's birthday to come round and chat me up. Second, I might have a mouth like a public urinal, but I still read my classics. Monkey's paw? Nothing good ever comes from a bad deal. It's not my fault if people don't take time to read the small print. You ponder enough, there's always a way to bugger the customer. If nothing else, you just send the damn thing round unassembled with instructions in fucking Parsi. <laughs> I do like you. Can't say you're the worst bastard I've had to deal with in my whole sodding life. I'll tell you what, just to prove that I am what I claim to be, how about a freebie? I draw the line at giving up my favours for anything less than a fiver. <laughs> I mean I'll do something for you. No strings. Cross my heart. You're not planning to bugger me on this. What would it get me? Until I get a signature on the dotted line. It can't be anything huge. I'll not cure cancer or feed the world's hungry or... Sod the hungry? Too many bloody people clogging up the sewer we call the world anyway. Or make you healthy. Yeah, right. Something short-term and simple. I got it. And if you do it, I promise to take under serious consideration that you might actually be the bleeding king of the underworld, right? Ask and it shall be done. Right. Now you have to wait until I say done before you go swatting off and do this. I want every bloody condition met. Very well. Um, with, with no harm to either of them, in the immediate or long term... I want something to happen that will keep Gemma in hospital until Sunday. Can you do me that? Suspicious skin conditions, something. And this is the part that if you fuck me, I will find a way to rip your bollocks off. It has to be something that won't hurt the baby. Right, um... Uh, fuck, done. I see. Agreed. You wouldn't happen to have any of those brownies, would you? Doctor says you're just about well enough to leave. Lovely. Probably tomorrow, just in time for the weekend. Can't think of anything that would brighten my day more. Oh, here she is. Oh, bollocks. Who decided to shit all over my parade? Mother. Technically. Can you at least keep your festering garb shut until this pelican gets me settled? 
It's humiliating enough to be jumbled around like someone sodding laundry, but to have an audience is just a bloody capper. Mother, this is too important to wait. Fine, talk. I brought you the brochure. Talk over, fuck off! Mother, you must admit you need care. You can't. I can? You'll never get an agreement from me to being stuck in your bloody internment camp. And if you even think about trying to prove me incompetent, I will change my will and put Gemma in charge. Gemma, she she has too many children to look after. And the bastard husband who will go through the book of my money in a week or two, slick as snot. Besides, Gemma's going to be a bit longer here herself. Some weird rash has really? cropped up that they want to keep for observation. Really? Devil only knows how that happened. Right, I'm tired and you need to piss off. This is not over. And what's wrong with a little care? You. All right, you puffy bastard, come out. Names? Endearment, darling beast. So what did you do to my idiot daughter? You asked for a skin disease. I gave you one. Shouldn't even be much scarring. Scar she's used to. I'll send her a bloody great tub of aloe vera. Or will it to her? I meant to ask, when can I expect another visit from Lord Stick-up-his-bum? Death? About a week. Maybe less. And then? And then... You ready to sign on? Now read the bloody fine print first. You may not have time. There's a hell of a lot of fine print. <laughs> <laughs> Hand it over. Bugger me! There may be an easier way. And buggering me? What's that then? A bet. A bet? You suggested it yourself last night. I asked if you know what you're doing, and you... I spoke very loosely. The devil is in the details. <laughs> How do I prove I won, and what do I get? What you get? Hmm. I'll get Morty off your back for, say, ten years. Is that all? Who do you think I am? Bloody Oprah. That has to come with two things. I say. I have to be in at least as good health as I am now the entire time. No fucking coma for ten years. And absolutely no retirement complex. I'll live on the curb before I'll go. Done. And if I lose? I get your soul. Immediately. So the bet is I know what I'm doing. How do I prove I won? What are you trying to accomplish? Oh, no. I'm not giving you any chance to play silly beggars with my plans. Suffice to say that after Saturday night, I'll still be the one smiling. Hmm. Give me a few more of those brownies, and you have a deal. Jones? Yes? They say you're to stay here a few more days. It's this bloody rash. Now, now, you know you're not supposed Bugger to Bugger off, Moby Dick. Jones, I'm going home now, they say, and, uh... This weekend should be bloody interesting. Of course, Mum. You have someone to look in on you, Roberto? Well, if I want to sign away my soul. No, I've talked Kevin to roughing it with me for the weekend. Oh, yeah. Good. Whatever happens, Jem, you, you look after yourself, all right? 
Of course this is her bloody mobile. She's asleep. I saw that. I won't. You can haul your own bleeding carcass in here and do your own dirty work. Right. No, you don't understand. I'm rather fond of the old bag. Well, yeah, there's a toady element to it, but we get on, Gran and me. I'd just as soon have her around a little while longer. Ain't impossible, innit? She is meeting a solicitor next week. Oh, you didn't know that yet, did you? Yeah, I... And, uh... No, no, don't go to the cops. I'll... I'll leave the latch up then, shall I? Stupid bloody old girl. Half my cause for God, was she? Ha! Once we've got your fucking money, you old bitch, Jem and me will be just bloody fine. Oh, right. Tickety fucking boo. You insane bitch! Wait, if you're over there in the shadows, then there's no sort of bed. No love. What kind of bloody game are you playing? Hmm. Red Rover. Red Rover, Red Rover, send the donkey scrotum over. Two to one? The mummy and the weasel. I can take them both of you. <laughs> no, me old son. I think you've got that ass backwards. Hasn't he, lad? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, beautiful. Mine, Gran. Not my thing. Now, go ahead, you pawns. I'll be right here. Better than a jolly great football, right? Yeah, but you should use hose at your kip. Someone will hear. Not bloody likely. I made dead cert of that. Amazing what free dinner coupons will do to get people to vacate for the night. Of course, police will chalk them up to the same burglars who broke in here. Luckily, Kev and I stopped in for dinner with Bertha. Well, bloody flat on the way. Doesn't that just take the biscuit? Now, Ted, if you take this like a good little mountain of elephant dung, quietly and repentant-like, they might leave you alive. Why? Why? Hold on. Three broken wrists, that's why. A cracked fucking pelvis, that's why. A broken collarbone, that's why. Thirty bloody seven sodding black eyes, and that's only the ones I counted myself. That's why. Punching your fucking pregnant wife in her stomach. <sighs> that is why. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness, are you back? No fear, Yeti. We're just visiting, aren't we? Right. We're family. That's sweet. Well, just a minute, then. He's really not up to much, poor fellow. I know. Apparently, he was coming by to bring some flowers, since I'd just got out of hospital, and surprise some burglars or something. But for the grace of the Almighty, that could have been us, couldn't it, Kev? Worth every bite of Mum's porker puffs. Tragic. See, I knew you had it in you. For 
only she had it in her more often, she wouldn't be such a tight-ass, nicker-twisting, sodden-git. Good night. What a mess. Don't call reinforcements just yet. We're merely here to deliver a message. It boils down to this, my evil bastard son of a bitch in law. Quite apart from being ready to kill you should anything untoward happen to either of us here, my friends plan to visit anything you do to Gemma upon you, and I do mean anything. If you get anywhere near her, even with a friendly weapon, you better be ready to take every single bloody stroke you give. I'll send round some Vaseline. Bastards! Fucking evil empire bastards! Let's just wait till I'm in hospital and change the rates on me again. <clears throat> One minute I have to update my sodding bed structure. Again? What? Business. And... there. Good for now. Well, um... <clears throat> the, um... bet. You have to admit I got my bloody way. Oh, yes. Very well, too. So I win, do I? Oh, yes. You're very impressive. I'd almost offer you a job myself. Come back in ten years. You pawns. So what, do we shake on it or some such? Frankly, I'm rather fond of my fingers. <laughs> you have my oath I won't bite. This time. Right then. Hmm. <laughs> Go on then. I'm far too bloody busy to be swatting around all day with the likes of you. What does that wanker bloody mean he forgot to pay me? There's some brownies there. Drop around any time. Now that you know how to find us, don't be a stranger. We have enough of those already. Tonight's episode, Crumping the Devil, was written by Julie Hoverson. In tonight's production, Maggie was Julie Hoverson, Kev was Michael Coleman of Tales of the Extraordinary at MptC.net, Bertha was Femnomena, Barry was Mr. Sinister, Nursey was Robin Keyes, Morty was Russell Gold. The Devil was Jack Kincaid, author-creator of Hodes Grimm, at www.jack-kincaid.com slash enterthegrim. Gemma was Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard of Gypsy Audio at gypsyaudio.org. Ted was Russell Gold. And Spike and the Bikers were Paul Mannering and Bill Holwig of Broken Sea Audio at BrokenSea.com, backed up by Brandon O'Brien. Additional voices, Cole Hornaday and Renaud LaBeouf. All music in this show was courtesy of Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Sound effects were found on SoundSnap.com, Sonomic.com, and ElJudo.com, and with the assistance of Bill Holwig. Sound and mastering was done by Julia Hoverson. 
This is a work of fiction, and all characters, situations, locations, and events are entirely the creation of Julie Hoverson, and any resemblance to any persons, places, or things, living, dead, or undead, is completely coincidental. Questions? Comments? We would love to hear from you. Contact us at 19nocturne at live.com or check out our website at www.19nocturneboulevard.net. This presentation is copyright 2008 to Julie Hoverson and Reality Productions. What's this? The part of the first part gives the part of the second part and his associates full power to with him to do with him at their pleasure your handwriting is crap to rule to send to fetch or carry him or his be it either body soul flesh blood or goods what in bloody hell does that mean oh it's a transportation clause right i'm a grand i'll live forever